The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line now, we have Greg Foister, who is a spokesperson for Geelong Renewables Not Gas. Greg, good to have you back on the program. Thanks for having me. Sorry it was to be in person, but uh, that's lockdown for you and now everyone's on the phone. But um, explain where things are at now, because you came on last time and you spoke about some of these projects uh, relating to uh, gas and renewables projects in Geelong. Where are things at and what's developed since we last spoke? Yeah, so there are still two proposed gas import terminals for Geelong. There's one in Corio Bay um, proposed by Viva Energy, the oil refinery. And there's another that would be floating um, off Avalon, and that is uh, proposed by a different company, Vopac. The, the Viva Energy proposal has progressed further. They're about to undergo um, – actually, they have, have been given the go-ahead to undergo an environmental impact statement. So that will look at what impact will this have on Corio Bay, but also um, how does this contribute to climate change because gas is a, a polluting fossil fuel um, and can be very bad for the climate, sometimes worse than coal because it leaks into the atmosphere. So that's going to have to be taken into account as well when, when um, the planning decision is made, so you which said probably will be sort of uh, mid-next year. I see. So uh, that's a state government decision, isn't it? Yeah, so this is an environment effects statement. It goes to um, basically the company does some studies to work out what the impact will be on the local environment. And then it'll go to the planning minister to make a final decision. That's probably going to be around March next year. And then the company will have to make a final investment decision, um, possibly in the middle of of next year. Uh, And there are some local environmental impacts. They have to do some some dredging. Um, It's going to release um, chlorinated water into the bay, which um, is, you know, chlorine kills most life i'm not sure we don't know the exact impacts of the chlorinated water at this stage because they haven't done their assessment yet but that um that was that was a big issue with a gas import terminal that was proposed in western port bay which the victorian government actually rejected for environmental reasons so it'll be interesting to see what happens here and have you made representations to the state government? Because I believe the Minister for the Environment actually spoke at one of the forums that I think you were also speaking at that was run by Geelong Sustainability. So it suggests that the state government in some ways is engaging with your campaign. Yeah, they're definitely aware of it. And the Minister did come down for that Geelong Energy Forum. We have uh, spoken with state government and uh, local MPs and we've emphasise that um, we think this is the wrong direction for Geelong. We're at, we're at a bit of an energy crossroads here with some big decisions and infrastructure uh, planned in the next 12 months. So on the one hand, you've got these um, gas import terminals that uh, will sort of take us in the wrong direction away from a re- renewable energy grid. And then on the other hand, you've got like the big battery at Mirabal, um and some wind farms and so forth planned around the area that will reduce our emissions and um, take us towards uh, renewable energy. And so we're, we're proposing that uh, that's where the focus should be. There, there are more jobs in renewable energy. There's a long-term future in renewable energy, whereas gas at, ver- at the very best is just something that may be used over the next five or ten years um, if, if, it, if we even need it that long because batteries are uh, sort of supplanting it as a technology. We're going to have more batteries in the grid instead of gas. 
I'd imagine there'd be some people and probably even people within the government and certainly within the broader parliament that would say it's not an either or. We could have uh, gas importation but also have these renewable projects like the big battery and wind farms and increasing take up of solar, etc. So is it really an either or situation? In some ways it is because actually batteries and gas occupy a similar position in the energy market. There was a study by the Australia Institute that came out a few months ago that argued that um, new gas-fired power or even new gas into the market doesn't um, – it, it displaces renewables and batteries. So it, it, it occupies the same position in the energy market where it, um, it, it doesn't necessarily help you transition off coal. Uh, so that's a bit of a, a myth that's out there. The other thing to point out that is that nowadays it's actually cheaper to run a household on um, an efficient electric heater than it is to have gas heating. And there's, there's been four studies into that, and they've all found that households will save money if they use um, efficient electric heaters. Those are reverse cycle air conditioners uh, instead of gas. And the Victorian government now has a rebate program where they're offering um, 250,000 households uh, $1,000 each to switch from old inefficient heaters like gas heaters to uh, electric ones. And that's available for anyone, any household that earns under $90,000. So there'd be a lot of um, households that are eligible and, and can switch to cheaper electric heating anytime now. That's interesting. Do you know if there's any instances where gas is still better or more efficient than electricity or are electrical appliances, the brand new ones, always more efficient and use less energy now? That's a very good question. I haven't looked into that. Uh, I know that it is more difficult to transition from gas to electricity for um, industrial and manufacturing processes. Yes. Uh, But I think for households, it's a fairly simple switch. And actually, if you've got a reverse cycle air conditioner at home, there's been some studies that it's actually better to just turn that on um, and use that for heating than it is to um, turn on your your gas heater. And the reason is there's a lot of really old ducted gas heaters. So they're, they're, they've got old ducts, you know, they, they heat the whole house and they're just very inefficient. You lose a lot of heat through those things. Um, and so you, you probably are better off in most cases using your reverse cycle air conditioner these days. Interesting. Well, look, thanks very much for being on the program, and uh, we welcome you to come on any time and to stay in touch as the campaign progresses. But it sounds like early next year is going to be the crunch time to see whether your campaign has been successful or not. Yeah, we should we should hear back about the environmental effects in December, so maybe we can touch base then and I can let you know what um, those will be, if there's any impact on Corio Bay. Excellent. Look, thanks for being on the program, and uh, all the best with the campaign. Thanks for having me, Mitchell. Greg Foister with us there, who's a spokesperson for Geelong Renewables, not gas. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.